Welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast on a busy Thursday, newsy Thursday, horrible Wednesday, once again, making all of us sick. Uh, we'll touch on that and we'll touch about the Bears news and we'll get to some of our interviews from the Super Bowl today. Thank you for being here. Hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, and uh, yes, we thank you to all our diehards, allchgo.com, as we continue to grow the business right here. Thank you so much for those who have supported us. Gregory P. Yes, Allen Braggs, good to see you. Gregory P. Allen Braggs is catching on. It I is. I hear a lot of people call me that now. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, I, I mean, I, I call you Gregory what is, what is? Where did that come from? I have no idea. Honestly, I don't. Your middle name, wait, does it actually start with P? No, not oh. at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is it Alan? No. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's Alan part two. Yeah, I, I don't know where it comes from. Nick, you're just Nick today. Okay. but I'm going with Nick. Yeah, Is it, so a lot of people always, when they mention me on Twitter, write N-I-C. Right. I'm N-I-C-K, even though I'm Nicholas N-I-C-H. So I, it can be confusing, but I always get that. The N-I-C. Yeah, I've, I haven't figured that one out yet, too, because <laughs> sometimes when I nick you, I'm like, should I be like N-I-C-H-U? But that doesn't make any sense. And then I got to go N-I-C-K, but that's not how you spell it. So... Overall, like the way you've made Nick like the most, you're the, you might be the versatile, most versatile, right? It's versatile, versatile and or irritating, complex. one of the two, <laughs> but 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 brilliant nonetheless. Uh, new diehards coming in. Our guy Tom. Tom has been on fire lately. We've got a lot of Toms, but this this is this is Tom terrific. This is this is this is this is Tommy to the top of the mountain. Tommy. This is Tom who not only will. Uh, make you a, a he'll he'll go he'll go over easy egg for you but he'll also scramble it up he'll go pancake out of nowhere he's not he's not locked into a french toast tom's got all the breakfast options for you thank you tom mm. and caleb Captain oh. Caleb, man. Not what? not with a C. With a K. With a K. Yeah. Oh, with a K. So we're not going to box you into drafting Caleb. You, may, you might want to draft Caleb, but we're not, we don't know if you're, <laughs> what team so Caleb I, you're on. So I got Addie a bear for Valentine's Day. You know, I got Jenny all this stuff, and I got her this pink bear. And I said, the bear's name is Caleb. <laughs> and she goes, no, I don't want to name it Caleb. She, like, threw a real fit about this. So what you want to name it? She named it Pinky because the, <laughs> the bear was elite pink. child. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but straight. I tried to subliminally message the Caleb agenda to her, and it's she Caleb wasn't having it. I, I don't see any in in any way, shape, or form how that's not an elite child. Um, <laughs> all right, before we get into anything else here, I just. Uh, you know, if you don't talk about what happened in Kansas City yesterday, then I feel like we're not doing our job slash being human beings. Mm -hmm. And I know also that people come here for relief and not for the, the hard level uh, conversations that you can get in a zillion different places. So, but I just want to say that, uh, look, it, like everybody else out there, it hurts my heart to see what is, what is happening <clears throat> yesterday, the day before, the day before that, uh, the year before that, 16 years ago at NIU, Parkland shooting, those were the anniversaries of yesterday. Uh, I, I just, I, I just want, I'm going to read. I mean, that says enough right there. There's multiple anniversaries on the same fucking day. Yeah. That's the right? problem. I mean, an horrible mass shooting tragedies on the same Valentine's Day. It's just, 
Uh, and, and I know, by the way, from this chair, there is now one solution to this. But I, I would like to raise my hand. I would like to be in the, in the crowd that would like to do something. Can yeah. we do something? Um, and, uh, and, Can- you know, I, and Kansas City is somewhere that you called home. Too. Right. I, look, I, you know, I, it's, it's funny, too. Like, I had good friends that were there yesterday, and we were texted this morning. I, um, I didn't. You know, I, I didn't, when it happened yesterday, I wasn't like instantly on my phone, are you okay, are you, are, are you okay, are you okay? Then I felt like a bad person that I wasn't doing the are you okay, because I just don't want to even live in the land, I don't even want to think about it. No. And, and, but I, I, it's, it is becoming, somehow over time, it's becoming just like... Normal. Just no, normal, it's, numb it's to normal. it. It's normal. And, yeah. and, and that's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> the, the, so I want it to be abnormal to the normal and bring it up to start the show today. Um... And again, I know that there is not one solution here. It's not just gun legislation. It's also getting criminals off the street. It's also mental health. There's a million things going on that all contributed to it. And I think we and it would be really nice if we could address all of it or some of it or one of it or something. That's uh, yeah. And I, and, and I'm and sure I, and there's I a lot think, more I could be doing. Sure. And I, I don't think we're going to come up with the solutions here. On Obviously a, not. On Bears podcast today. But, you know, but do I, shout out the. The heroes that tackled yeah. the right. gunmen, yeah. right. you know, the police right. that jumped in right away and, and protected the people. I even heard some of the players were consoling some of the fans, mm-hmm. Andy Reid as well. So, you know, uh, obviously a very unfortunate uh, thing that happened, you know, devastating when you, when you consider children, nine, ten children involved. Hey, son, let's go see the Chiefs right. celebrate. celebrate. And, and now you're now you're scared of crowds for however long and so. you need a child therapist and who and, and whenever. I mean, come on, man. That's the worst part of it. Too. I mean, at least half of the people of the 22 other victims who range in age eight to 47, at least half are under the age of 16. And now, like like you just mentioned, Mark, you grow up that's going to be a part of your life now. And you, right. you don't know going into big crowds and what could happen. Like that's the reality of this America. Like you can't even go to a Kansas city chiefs victory parade, celebrate your team winning the super bowl without having that thought back in the back of your head, knowing like, am I safe here? Right. You yeah. should be safe there. And that's so unfortunate. I was, I mean, when I saw all the news, I'm like, man, you can't do anything without, not not being in fear of what the worst outcome could be. Yeah, and just watch yourself in the comments. Uh, you know, we you can we there there are levels to who we're going to allow in here ultimately at the end of the day. And I'm not looking to have some big fight here, but just watch yourself. So, all right, <clears throat> I don't know when this is going to get better. I don't know if it's ever going to get better. Um, nothing but when, does, but, but, nothing uh, changes. It won't. So, but I, I just do think it's important that the voices for for people who want to make the situation better in whatever way, shape, or form need to continue to uh, be out there and not be worried about getting shouted down about it from you know picking like nitpicking one part of the argument. That that is really really upsetting. All right, um, my my people in Kansas City that that, that I. Uh, you know, I'm close with. I'm glad that everybody is okay, and yep. it's absolutely heartbreaking to the two uh, to those who are affected. Okay, news of the day: Bears in Arlington Heights, mm-hmm. and I am Mr. Chicago. Bears belong in the city. Kevin Warren, you like the city. You're very into the lakefront, and all of a sudden, you love the beauty of it. All that, and yes, there is. 
some posturing going on or some politics, some trying to get the tax bill down. And so the news out of Arlington Heights say, if the Chicago Bears are going to get any property tax relief to build a proposed new stadium, it appears they'll have to bargain with the school districts. All right. Uh, this is from your handy nanny WGN rewriting the report. Um, Cook County Board of Review refused to lower the valuation placed on the now vacant 326-acre Arlington Heights property, formerly home to the race course. All right. So the three-member board voted that's $192 million. The Bears think the property's vote is at $60 million. This is all money that's going to go to – this is tax money that will go to three schools, three school districts, and now they're going to have a big meeting here. The Bears – Let's just call it what it is here. They want to give the schools less money. They want, they, they want their tax bill to be as low as possible. Is anybody offended by this? These are school districts. <laughs> yeah. These are teachers. These are kids going to school. These are athletic fields. These are all of the things. They're trying to, they're trying to get it as cheap as possible. Anyone bothered? I mean, Anybody? as a businessman, like, that's what you should be doing. All but right. when you put it that way, Mark, it does sound pretty bad, right? They're, 100, they're nearly $100 million dollars off on what they're thinking the, is the bill's 15 million for a year right now if, if that, that's what they want 15 million a year they're they're trying I mean, to get the, the best end of this deal that things so the bears can. want to pay six or five or whatever i mean i've been around that area i'm those schools are doing just fine I think there's other schools oh. in 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 the in <laughs> hey, Chicago Waukegan. that probably hey. could use that money so i i'm not really having much of a bleeding heart for those schools they'll be all right you know, but now if you want to transfer that money and put them to schools that could um, use it, put it to better use, that might make some sense. But I'm not really worried about the schools in Arlington Heights. We went to the town hall a year and a half ago. Did you think that was a bad school? Isn't that when you guys became best friends? I, I, That's I, when we became that, best that, friends. That is when we became it best friends, today. just like we did again this morning. After I mean, I get it. I get your overall sentiment. I'm just saying, like, you know, uh, look, I, I don't know the red tape posturing that's going on here. Uh, so I'm not going to like, According to the Chicago- oh, will somebody please think of the children of Arlington Heights? You know what I'm saying? What about Palatine? Can you feel anything for the ch- children of Palatine? <laughs> Palatine's- no, no, nothing for them. Uh, listen, uh, this is how they write it. According to the Tribune, the Bears presented the appraisals of the property, one for $60 million, one for $71 million to the Board of Review, three suburban school districts. However, Palatine... District 15, Arlington Heights 214, and Palatine Base Township High School District 211 had the land valued at 160 million. Uh, look, man, far gap, big gap. That's a that's a that's a, that's a lar- they, they paid you paid 100. Why would if you th- if you thought the property was worth 60 million, why'd you pay 192 for it? Does that make any sense to anyone? Uh, nope. They thought you paid 192 <laughs> for that land, but you think it's worth 60. You paid three times over because you just wanted it that bad, or was it actually? Is it actually worth so much damn ass money to you because you're gonna have 300 plus, plus acres of land to create a metropolis that's gonna make you that, that's gonna enhance the value of the franchise to the end of you know just to I don't know one more billion, two more billion, three more billion, four more billion, whatever it is. You're worried about a little tax bill. If you want to, if you want to build there, if I'm the Bears, I'm not saying don't make the best deal that you can. I get it's biz- business is business. Try to do the best deal that you can, and maybe that's what's just going on here. And, and ultimately, they're going to make a make a deal. But like, I opt for me looking at it, 
it just feels a little it, it feels greasy to me and i think in the long run too the bears you know they build this metropolis that they ultimately envision like what they're trying to do what they have in in minnesota when kevin warren was there they're gonna they're gonna make that money back like it's not gonna like it's of gonna course. they're gonna make that money back but I get it from Kevin Warren's perspective. As a businessman, he's not going to go in there and just, like, fold his cards, right? It's like, hey, let's negotiate here. Let's try to get it to whatever that median is. And obviously when you're about $100 million off, I wonder how you get to that point, though. What's it going to take for one side to eventually give in or the Bears to say, hey, let's, let's just do this? But, I, yeah, it's, there's, there's stuff going on there. You're a businessman. I am not. You are. Man. You 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 have your own network. <laughs> you are the network. You, it's true. You are growing. I'm a business owner. You you you're wearing a Meatball Island sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. You created Meatball Island. Yep. You you've risen from wherever you came from to the prominent person right. that you are now. But you know how, how I, how's this sitting with you, businessman? You, you know how I am with money, like. Money you spend is of it. no object. Right. You I just spend, spend it. it. You just when spend it. When I go it. to the restaurant, I over tip. You know, I hook people up, so yeah. I don't really. Right, so you're a lover. I'm not picking nits. Right. Yeah. You, you just okay. This is what's yeah, the This is what we want. We're gonna get rich. I'll pay the extra just so right. we don't have to deal with the argument. So I need to get you. Actually, I, I yeah, need. Yeah, I was gonna say you don't want them. I, I want the eyes. Yeah, so. I do. That's right. You know what? <laughs> You've forgotten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's an excellent point. I don't know how I didn't get there originally. This is it. Hey, bears, Carm here. If they won't give you that property value at sixty million, then just, just you know. Screw them! You got to get out of there. You got to go. You got to go do it in the city, because, because you know, what are they going to do with that property? You're yeah. you're offering them something. Something's better than nothing. You stick to that and and do that, because you know, you definitely want to be in Chicago anyway, right? You well, don't want to be. That's that was my point at the beginning. Like, I think just being on the Arlington Heights property and having seen it when we went to the town hall, yeah. it was. I mean, you could see the potential. That's why I moved nice, there. Nice neighborhood out there. Nice. Bars, nice restaurants. I'm like, there. Like, it's yeah, nice. Great out there. schools. Great schools. It, it's it's could be even nice schools. out there. Now you put a stadium and you know Bears Landy out there. The property value on all that stuff goes skyrocket. The businesses are flowing. I need to buy a the, house. the 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 waters of Capistrana come down from the that's right the mountains and 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 all things great for Arlington Heights. But that was kind of the point of like why they should stay in the city because if they left that part of the city behind where Soldier Field currently sits, it already isn't like the, you would think there'd be because the stadium is so separate from like the other side of Lakeshore Drive where there's some businesses and stuff like it's not as nice as some other areas that surround a city, you know, or surround a stadium, I should say, like Wrigleyville or whatever. And and so losing Soldier Field would only make that area go more downhill. So like if you're a fan of Chicago, the city and I am, yeah, to your point, I mean as great as Arlington Heights is, to stay in the city is important for Chicagoans but also for the area surrounding it. So I, I got to tell you though Kevin Warren's comments about it are I'm, I'm a little confused. You know, we just really need to have that view of the lakefront. 
I don't know, man. When I'm in the stadium, I don't really see you're, the lakefront. You're not really paying attention I, I, to that. And now you're and in this new situation, you're talking about putting a a, a roof on the thing. <laughs> exactly. So I, I don't know how I'm going to see the lakefront there either. And if you're talking about the aerial when you're shots, tailgating when you're walking up. Okay. okay so yeah. yeah I, I listen. I'm I want them in Chicago. I I will be so happy if this miracle, uh, unlikely scenario comes to be. But it's just a little bit like. You could be in Arlington Heights and have that blimp fly over the beautiful lakefront and show that onto the millions of billions of fans that are watching you on Thursday night, Sunday night, whatever night football. And yeah, but if they built a new stadium in Southlot, yeah, then they would redo kind of the surrounding area. Would I think it, there'd be it more would look super to cool. It. No, they'd add, you know, a sports book, a restaurant. They'd add, yeah. they'd add yeah. things. Yeah. You don't think they would? No, I do. Well, <laughs> I so do. that's what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, you're but, in the stadium. You can't see the lake at the time, but, like. He's just talking about the view, though. Right. Well, when you build out those view. other Maybe. things that are, like, pregame routine, that will be by the lake. That will be on the. Maybe he's talking the about uh, looking out the backside of his skybox. So when you're sitting in the DraftKings mm-hmm. Sportsbook. Uh, or whatever, you know, like they're gonna be a little, little be a little window. You could see, Lake you could Michigan. see the Lake Michigan, the the waves coming in as you the put down your flowing. money. Sure. Yeah, why not? Oh, you're exactly right. Yeah, you're exa- we need that. Yeah, we need that on the uh, right there kayaks. in South kayaks. <laughs> why don't we? That was another thing. That, that's another thing that he said about the lake. It's just a beautiful lake that you could swim in. Swim in. Swim. Is Kevin Warren going swimming in Lake Michigan? Polar, is that part the of the polar plunge? Are we going to see Warren at the polar plunge? <laughs> How many people swim in Lake Michigan? I mean, a lot. You I mean, can swim yeah. in Lake Michigan. When's the last time you swam in Lake Michigan? I'm not a lot of people, but okay. a lot Has of people. Has anybody here swam in. in Lake Michigan in the last 10 years? Uh, no. no wait. I mean, I, 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 I have. I for the record, I have. But, like, the, the fact that he threw it swimming in there, I thought that was amazing. You could <laughs> swim in it. This, he's really selling it, man. You could you could take water a nice you could take swimming. a dip in Lake Michigan. He's just a he's just a water kind of guy. He wants to be around I mean, the water, this, man. This, this uh, Kevin Warren, man, could could possibly sell some uh, you know ice to the Eskimos. The way he's going about this, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm in. Uh, all right, I want to get to the topic of the show here today, which is uh, can the Bears actually have Fields and Caleb, which we'll do in a second. But first. I don't know what's going on. Yes, First. Mark. Yes. You, yes. Nick. You. Me? Yes, you. You Very, are... I'm a snake. You are a snake. I am. I'm no problem. I'm up my, my great ads here, and... I you should be ready, because you're you. You're always on yeah, top of your game. It should, but, you know, sometimes... Um, no, it's all right. Uh, you got yeah, okay, you got it now? No, no, you all you. <laughs> This is great, you guys. Uh, I just got to tell you about prize picks. Thank you. And, you know, when we were at the Super Bowl, I mean, I'm sure you saw a bunch about prize picks. It's the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. We are the easiest and most exciting way to play. Uh, And, of course, it's just you against the numbers. And instead of battling thousands of other players, which can be really annoying at times, uh, including pros and sharks, you, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and start the winning rolling in and look prize picks is the most fun i've had winning up to 25 times my money this basketball season i gave you guys the uh you know some basketball yeah, bets earlier in the week. you got that one yeah i did see I'm telling you you select two or more players pick more or less than on their projected stats and place your entry with the basketball season here you can now pick 
combo project. I love the combo projections, by the way. Across football and basketball from the specials league, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from the different sports or leagues. For example, you can pick like a, a DeMar. Let's say it's basketball, football season are both going on. I would pick like a DeMar DeRozan, DJ Moore over uh, at a 10.5 combo of three-point made receptions. You, there's a lot of possibilities there, but... 24 and 6 last night for DeMar. See, there you go. And that's why you, you want to get on the prize picks. Enough. No, no. Okay, well. It wasn't enough last night. It wasn't enough. No, it wasn't enough. Not for enough. the Bulls. But it was enough for to probably make some really good bets there. But look, you got to go to prizepicks.com slash CHGO and use the code CHGO for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CHGO and use code CHGO daily fantasy sports made easy. And let's shout out our friends at Empire Today. With Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right products for your needs, quick and professional installation, the low price guarantee. And as you see, if you're watching on YouTube, $350 off if you use the code CHGO. Empire has a virtual floor designer. It's a great way to see how the new floors will look in any space. It's easy just to snap a picture. Instantly, they'll show you how the floors will look in your room. And by the way, this is the high quality products that they get. This is not the cheap stuff. This is the good stuff. If you go with Empire today, you're putting the best flooring that's going to last. It's going to save you money over time. Empire today prides themselves on their convenient shop at home service. They help customers shop for floors when they use their floors so they can see exactly what the floors are going to be. Um, they also service their own warranty, so if there is a problem, they take care of it. It's They're not, they're not going to pass the buck on you. Mm-hmm. You're going to get the first-class service that you deserve the entire time that you have the flooring. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners getting that $350 off discount when they use the promo code CHGO. Restrictions apply. See EmpireToday.com forward slash CHGO for details. People were upset that you walked off the study, all right? I'm good. My stupid trackpad thing isn't working, so That's I right. brought... The mouse back. Everybody mouse shamed me into the trackpad, and so I've had enough of it today. Well, it's a perfect segue, so I thank you for doing this, because there's reports out there that the Bears are considering having both Justin Fields and Caleb, as you have both your computer and your track and your mouse pad. You've got everything. Okay. I'm going to put this to you guys. Do you believe that the Bears are legit considering – Drafting Caleb, keeping Justin if they don't get the right trade offer, and having them compete to see who will be the starting quarterback come week one. Do I believe that, Mark? I do not. But is it something that they've talked about? Like, you know, you bring it up. I'm sure sure they've talked about it. Why not? you got to talk about everything. Look, I don't believe that's the right direction to go. And for Ryan Poles, he's kind of been in this situation before in Kansas City. Uh, it was Alex Smith having a Pro Bowl season in 2016 before they drafted Patrick Mahomes. Older quarterback, not the same thing. Not the same thing, but then in 2017, Mahomes, as good as he was coming out of Texas Tech, still had to learn, sat behind, sat on the bench, watched Alex Smith have another Pro Bowl season. So it's not to say that it can't work, and it's not the same exact apples-to-apples scenario that the Bears are in, but he's been in that situation where he's seen that you can keep both guys, trade away one of them because that stock's rising with Alex Smith. Could If Justin Fields stays in 2024, I think he's going to be better than he was last season. Shane Waldron, another a weapon on offense, another you know offensive lineman maybe. So is it a possibility? 
slightly. I don't believe that's what they do. I do just think, don't. Do you think it's more likely that the Bears end up in the South Loop or that the Bears have Caleb and Justin on the same roster in week one? Oh, wow. Uh, I just spun it, Lawrence. What do you think? South Bears in the South Loop or Caleb and Justin on the same team? South Loop. Yeah, I think I'm going South Loop. You'd go South Loop, I mean, right? I think either is yeah. a long shot. Yeah. Well, it's definitely both a long yeah. shot. Both long shot. Bregs, where are you at on this? No, I mean, I don't think it'll happen. <clears throat> it's one or the other. It, simply because of trade value. If you're trading the number one pick, you know, you're keeping fields. You got to get as much as you can from the number one pick. Let, I, let's say the Steelers are, are your best offer for Justin. It's the 52 overall pick in the second round plus a fifth round pick that, that Brad Spielberg put out for pro football focus. You, and, you don't, and the Bears think that's just way too low. Right. I don't know how they get a better offer by keeping him, but is there is, is there any way where the Bears look at the the trade offers for Justin and they're like, you know what, we don't we don't like what we're getting here. I'm not doing it. And by the way, there is a chance that we're wrong about Caleb. I suppose just because this is the most the hardest position to evaluate in sports. And yes, we love him as a guy. Yeah, I, we, I, we, I we don't love, think Fields like, would like would Fields. I mean, in that scenario, if they're competing for, like, it'd be one thing if. You know, for Fields' camp, if they kept Fields, drafted Caleb, and said, Caleb, you're going to sit this year. Mm -hmm. But if they're saying you're going into a quarterback competition, Fields will be like, screw you guys. Like, why would he he want to do that? Well, he's a competitor. I mean, I feel like he – yes, he could take it that direction, but he's also be like, this number one overall pick's going to take my job? Like, I feel like with Fields, like, that's all – his teammates talk about that's all everybody else talks about him his opposition like this is an ultimate competitor like he's gonna want to go into camp and prove people wrong so i don't know maybe it, it could be that direction brags or it could be so where he owns it and like i'm gonna keep this job for as long as i can keep the rookie on the bench but then again we know kevin warren values playing rookies so i don't even think the bears would even consider keeping Caleb Williams on the bench if they draft him at number one overall. So we've had two examples from our guys in our front office where this has happened. You've had Kansas City with Mahomes and Alex Smith, which obviously is a different situation than this. Alex was more of a veteran, Mm -hmm. but they were coming off an AFC championship game. They told Patrick Mahomes to sit, but Ian Cunningham comes from Philadelphia where they had Carson Wentz, and then they drafted Jalen Hurts. And Carson started out the year, but didn't last very long until Jalen eventually took that job. And by all accounts, Carson didn't take all of that very well. I heard um, uh, Josh Lucas was on with Bill Zimmerman, did a podcast where they thought bringing Justin in around veteran quarterbacks Andy Dalton and Nick Foles would be good for him you know having a couple veteran guys surrounding him with Matt Nagy completely different stuff completely different but I'm just you know as far as examples that are tied to the Bears that didn't go well Nick Foles was kicking up a lot of dust they started Andy Dalton they gave Justin a lot of third team reps at camp which I was vehemently against at the time right Andy Dalton eventually gets hurt. Justin Fields comes in, didn't have enough reps to be fully prepared for the Matt Nagy experience. Matt Nagy eventually almost tries to get him killed against the Browns. Uh, So, you know, there's just 
there's no one clear cut way of how you handle this with a rookie quarterback, but just from my vantage point, if they're going to draft Caleb, they're going to get what they can for Justin Fields and do right by him in a lot of ways and let him go be a starter somewhere else. I mean, it's, it's multiple people that are speculating this. Now, Jeff Saturday is not exactly uh former on, What's that? Former head coach. Yeah. Well, right. And, and it hasn't necessarily been Mr. On the money, but there, this is being talked about. Look, Ian Rapport and, and Schefter have mentioned this too as a very unlikely, but like that they have, the Bears have discussed this, which they which falls under the umbrella of you talk about every single scenario. Mm-hmm. So sure, it's been discussed. Yes, it's highly unlikely. C, it sounds completely insane. D, I don't think it's going to happen. E, look. E? I just... I, I the the one part of this that I think we're, which makes it like remotely possible to me because I think that Justin is such a quality n- you know non pretentious human being I don't see him throwing a huge fit if the Bears were completely off the board and they did this I don't think Fields would force his way out of here I think he'd be like all right you know and he and he'd say nice things about Caleb all throughout training camp and he and he'd work his ass off to be the starter and he expect to be the starter and you know, and, and I'm sure they get I, along I really well too. I can't, in the locker room. I, I can't. Yeah. Well, I just well, in terms of hedging your bets right. in this fear of getting it wrong, like that's the ideal route to take. Mm-hmm. Like just to uh, just to protect all angles and and let this play itself out, and then whoever wins, then you trade the other. But I mean, from a it makes capital it, standpoint. Yeah. You know, and getting the most out of value, whether it's the pick or the player, um, waiting hurts that and hurts, you know, building the rest of your team mm-hmm. around the quarterback. Right. But if you're looking, if, if they're, if the, uh, if the offers for Justin are so mediocre that you look at it like, well, I'm getting a late second round pick, which also, yes, people are speculating the same rabbit reports and same shutters are, are speculating that you could get a first round pick. So if they, if they do decide to draft Caleb and somebody's offering a first round pick, obviously the Bears are going to make that trade. But on the opposite side of the coin, if those guys are wrong and it's a late second round pick, and you're thinking, well, frick, if I keep the guy, what am I getting? A third, you know, versus and it, and it gives me some level of insurance. I mean, these are the conversations they're having, mm-hmm. and you would think. I don't think it's going to happen, but it, what is interesting to me about it is that, like, they, they literally, if you believe they're having these conversations, then you can believe, Justin Fields fans out there, that they aren't yet completely sold about what they are going to do. That despite the fact that everybody thinks this, a lot of people think this is a done deal, mm-hmm. buying jerseys, the whole thing, that maybe we're just not quite there yet. Yeah, and they still haven't spoken to Caleb Williams, right? That all happened. You know, the combine's coming up. They're gonna learn a lot from Caleb. Do you believe how he's that, wired? That they actually haven't spoken to him in any capacity? Because I have a hard time believing that. Yeah, I, I feel like that is a. I mean, at some point, right? You I mean, how would that work, Mark? I mean, you've been in the business for forty years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just asking. How does that work? Listen. Like, was there any? You know, do you? you Yes, Greg. You 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 use the channels of communication, and you and you have discussions. He's informal. And you get information, and you 
compile it and you get a very clear idea of what you're going to do. So you think they have talked? No, I, I don't. You don't I, think they've talked? I'm No, I, I don't. Because I'm putting the conspiracy hat on, and I believe, I, 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 like, at the very least, Poles has talked to Caleb on the phone. Like, why are you not allowed to do that? Is, that, is there a rule against that? He's not I'm in college not anymore. Sure. This is the, the league year. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not entirely certain, to be yeah. honest. Where's Hogue? Bring him yeah, back. Hogue. Oh, call, call him from a volcano. Did you guys see his story? There are freaking whales yeah, just jumping out of the ocean. hanging out with whales. Last time I went to Hawaii, no whales. No bears on Kauai. Was he with bears on Kauai? That's all I want to know. Yeah. yeah we don't it. care about the whales. Did, did, is he with I our care about the bears on Kauai pick him up? All right. Speaking of Hogue, well, actually, he's not on this interview either, but uh, we wanted to play <laughs> you one of our interviews from the Super Bowl last week that uh, will bring a little sanity into this football conversation. Brian Billick knows a thing or two about what's going on in the NFL, knows a thing or two about quarterbacks, knows a thing or two about defense, building a team, uh, winning tall. Super Bowls, the whole thing. What's up? Very tall. tall. He is a tall billock. Uh, this is one of the interviews we have not played on the show. It's here for you right now. Yes, there's plenty of quarterback conversation here. Brian Billick from Las Vegas for you right now. All right, a real thrill for us here at CHGO Bears with Super Bowl champion Brian Billick. So everyone in Chicago who wants Justin Fields to remain the quarterback in Chicago says, hey, Look at the Ravens. Look at Lamar. Why can't Justin be that? I, Good question. You so, know, so what do you think? You know, it's a tough call because, you know, Bill Walsh was very much a believer that that by the 24th or 25th game, you're going to know whether a guy's a guy or not. may have before that, but if it hasn't happened by then, it's not going to happen. I don't know where Justin's is, is on that. Past that. There's no reason why he shouldn't be. But the fact that it hasn't shown up yet. Now, the hardest thing to do is to separate the play of quarterback from what's going on around him. How much is him? How much is it the system? How much is what's going on around him? But that's a bold, if they're gonna, if they're gonna decide to go with Caleb Williams, that's a bold call now to, to you just made a first round pick. And now and and there's no reason Caleb Williams shouldn't be right, but fifty percent of the guys that are taking the first round are gonna bust. Well, you look, you look at it, I mean, it's it's basically the two worlds against each other. The 49ers team built around the quarterback versus the Chiefs, who it is the quarterback. And so... Well, it's quarterback league. You, know, you got to have it. And, and and certainly, you know, you, you don't have to... It doesn't have to be a Hall of Famer. It doesn't have to be the GOAT. But he's got to be pretty good because we're so deep in great quarterback play. So even the guys you're looking at right now, there's absolutely no reason why Williams and May or Nixon, all those guys... There's no reason why they shouldn't be good, good pros. But there was no reason why Justin Fields, Bryce Young, mm-hmm. uh, Baker Mayfield. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sure. There's no reason those guys, they were legitimately pegged as pro quarterbacks, franchise quarterbacks. 50% of them fail. So it's, that's, the, that's the dice that you roll. Do you think the Bears, now it's going to be the third year for Matt Eberflus. You had a teardown year, and now you had this 7-10 and 10 season. They lost three games that they were, they were hard to lose, but they lost all of them. Do you think they made the right decision with who was out there to give them a chance, opportunity to Well, more, anytime someone keeps coach, I'm saying that's the right decision. Yeah, I got it. But at the end of the day, you got, I remember when I was in Baltimore, and we went 13-3, and three and Went to a booster club meeting and uh, they, oh, coach, we love you. The I know, I know you do. Yeah, if I'm three and thirteen, you're gonna love me. He goes, oh yeah, we'll love you. We'll miss you, but we'll love you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love, I love the fact that the organization's trying to stay with it. 
Uh, it's your best bet to try to make something happen rather than be one of those teams that's constantly flipping it. But, you know, we'll see. Obviously, it's going to be a lot of pressure whether they keep fields or they decide to make the change. And if they make the change, now you're going to do it with a rookie quarterback and you're going to put you, that. That's that's a tough combination. Well, well, you know, on that part of it, so let's say you're coaching the Bears. How would you handle that locker room? Here's a guy, super popular. They love him. Hey, guys, I know you loved him, but we moved on because we love the talent over here. But at the, at the end of the day, the players know. And the players know whether he's a legitimate. They may love him, but they know whether. So you run that risk that if you decide to stay with him, Part of that locker room may be going, this guy can't play. What are you doing? You know, what that, that, so it, it cuts both ways. Yeah. So it makes sense. So, do you have any strong opinions on Caleb Williams or Drake May coming out? I mean, everybody seems to think Caleb Williams Again, has, has got solid, some comparisons. To I wrote some a book the called The Q Factor, and it, it identifies just that. I don't care who you are. Number one premise you got to know nobody knows anything. They really don't. And I'm not being disrespectful of the powers that be, guys, but there is nobody that can lay claim. I know what a pro quarterback because it, it really is a 50 50 proposition and there's no reason why all of those guys shouldn't be good. But history will tell us half of them are going to fail and which half and is it because of who they go to the system they're running. That's always the dilemma. What comes first. You know personnel guys it's simple. Oh you screwed him up. You can't go right. and the coach is going this guy couldn't play. Right. Um, it, it's it, it's a dilemma. So yes there's no reason all of those guys shouldn't be good pros. Which ones are going to fail. That's above my pay grade. So and you, listen you've been around the game for forever and I see you you're here every single year it's great to see you right now by the way and thank you for being with Brett but I'm wondering if you could look at one part of the game right now that you personally would change in some way that you think would make the game more enjoyable for you to watch or just would they make the game better anything jump to mind. Oh boy that's a hard one to say I think the league has got it in such a great place I think I think even though a lot of people will disagree the way they let them play the way the replay. I know a lot of people that are saying well we should be able to review everything and co I, you don't want to go down that slippery slope. Uh, I think we're protecting the quarterback as best as we can. Uh, I think the game it hasn't gone nuts like the college game where it's so spread spread out. There's still enough of you got to have bounce you got to run the ball you got to play good defense. Um, Dudes falling on a quarterback 15 yard penalty. <laughs> you know what that but but you got to protect the quarterback right. Okay. We can't have them go out of the league. Uh, on a, that just kills the team. I get that. It's frustrating when I, I don't. I agree with you. I would like to clean that up and not have it so so penalized. But I don't know how you do that and still protect the quarterback with that sweep spot as to where you can hit right. them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the hits on them. You know, some of it is uh, is not right. It's not. Un, you know it's unrealistic but it does protect the quarterback the guys adapt they know how to do it and as painful as it is is as that call costs you it costs you that call I, I don't know how else you protect the quarterback. Well, that's the hardest part right I mean you were the head coach of one of the nastiest defenses right. in NFL history and now you can't hit high for obvious reasons but now you're seeing guys going low and, and the Lions uh, safety comes to mind taking a few guys out you know at his knees right. so like defenders now are really playing with one arm tied behind their back trying to figure out where but, they can but hit. But they it. adapt and and you got to do it in the game that is very physical and very violent and you got to take I mean the league's just having to pay how many billions out because of the CTE and the whatever. How do you not keep that to where you got to keep the game as safe as you possibly can. 
Uh, and, and they're getting that way. I, I'm one of the owners of X-Tech Pads. It's the best pad in football. Uh, and, and those evolutions are coming, whether it's the helmet, the pads. Uh, we're the number one pad in all professional football, number one pad in major college. Because now the design of it, now we have a database where, you know, old days when I coached, it was big guys had big pads and little guys had little pads. Now it's, it's we, we can basically form fit the pad, height, weight, position, experience, uh, injury history uh, to better protect the players. Last one. Uh you got a prediction? Who's winning? Well, I got to keep track because what I do here is when I, I do about 50 of these, yeah. right? You just yeah. switch half every of them time. I pick one team. <laughs> That's a good idea. And then the next week, whichever team, I make sure I only do that half because half the country still thinks I know what the hell I'm talking about. That's what we do for Caleb Williams and Justin Fields. We just say every, right. every other show we change. San Francisco has everything it needs and is capable of winning this game. And if they win it, I'm not going to be surprised. But if I got to bet money, I'm with them. Who are you out here uh, working for? You? Signal Relief. You got to check this out. I get approached by a lot, a lot of people to do a lot of things. But Signal Relief. This is an amazing, amazing product. This is a patch. It's military built. Okay. It blocks the signal. We say put it between the brain and the pain. <laughs> what it does, it literally because pain is nothing more than electrical signal to your body, right? You put it between, if I play 18 holes of golf, it's going on my lower back. Okay. okay. If I get out of the pool, I swim three days a week, shoulder in the back. Yeah. Play racquetball or pickleball, my elbow, it goes, it blocks the pain, because it allows you then, because where the rehab comes from is what? Continue action, work your muscle, work your joints. St uh, this arthritis, stiffness, loves inactivity. This allows you to keep the action going forward. This is the real deal, signalrelief.com. What about for guys that may or may not easy, have a brain? Easy, easy, I love like you're doing pickleball. How's the game? Uh, I'm, well, I've kind of given it up. Okay. When my orthopedic surgeon told, told me, yeah. pickleball is the greatest invention in the world because I'm making a fortune off it. Okay. People are falling yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to golf now. Okay. Yeah, hit the links. Brian, appreciate it. Brian Billick got it right, took the Chiefs. Smart man. Deep logic like we all had. Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. We all took the Chiefs. We're good. We're all right. It's We're all very smart. It's a brilliant mm -hmm. operation. Uh, we got Sam Ocho coming up here and a very important topic that we need to hit. But first... Uh, it is getting easier for businesses, Gregory, yes, sir. Nick, to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. That's exactly right, Mark. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So what should business owners do? Did you just show your belly? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, you can go to, to ComEd.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us. Go to ComEd.com slash clean. Did, Did you, you say ComEd? Comed.com slash clean. Uh, yeah, go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Comed.com slash clean. Thank you to our friends at Comed. 40 Inch Ditka apparently is saying that he's going to become a diehard if Bragg's did what you he You hold did. your word to it now, 40 Inch Ditka. You said, show the belly, I become a diehard. Boom, it happened. Now, you got to do it. Let me tell you something for you. I see you on Twitter, so you can DM me the proof now. 
Mm. Are you a man of your word Can't avoid this now. Can't avoid it. 40-inch. Yeah, I think you need to become more than a diehard for witness after what I just witnessed. That thing jumped out at me. Well, I'm working on it. It's I'm working four, on it. The donut, the, the donut this morning yeah. didn't help. It blasted at me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a big belly button, too. Uh, CHGO events that I want to keep you guys you know, in the loop about. Uh, you know, Make sure you check the events page at allchgo.com for upcoming Blackhawks and Bulls watch parties around the Chicagoland area. Uh, I know the Blackhawks have a you know event. They're they're going to be at the game for the Chelios uh, ceremony. That's but awesome. Yep. Those tickets are sold out, but there's more there's more events coming down the pipeline for the Bulls and Blackhawks and baseball season. I mean, baseball season is here. Pitchers and catchers have reported. The Cubs and the Sox guys are down in Arizona. I know we've got big plans for some fun events at Comiskey, as I still call it, and Wrigley. Uh, so there's going to be Fun a lot times. of cool stuff I'm really looking forward to. And then, of course, here at CHGO Bears, our draft party is uh, going to be announced at any moment. Any moment you're going to hear the details. They're in the room right now. Yeah. GM in Jake the yeah. They're in the war room right now figuring out the plans. Locking it down. We'll be announcing that soon. That's another event that you got to. And if you become a diehard, you get discounts on those events. You get a free shirt right out the gate. You get access, exclusive access to our content, like the Bears 100 draft guide that we'll be putting together to have you ready for the draft specific to the Bears needs. Adam Hogue's weekly newsletter. The Discord channel, we do diehard overtimes in our Discord channel where uh, you can talk to us, see us face-to-face, and ask us questions, and maybe even show you a little belly here and there. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, good. a lot of different advantages when you become a diehard, but make sure you're keeping an eye out for upcoming CHGO events. Okay. Uh, before we get to Sam Macho, I just um, I want to uh, shout out our guy, William... Bill Post. I thought you were going to say William Butlicker. <laughs> That's from The Office. That's okay. from The Office. It's one of Not- the greatest episodes. Okay. It is. It's one of the greatest right. Office episodes right. ever. Keep your stuff tucked in over there. Stop talking about... William Butlicker. Yes. yes. And talk about William, a.k.a. Bill Post, the inventor of the Pop-Tart. Yes. 96 years old. Amazing. Has left the building, passed away. And I'm thinking about the great contributors of all time, Lawrence. Like, if you go all the way back to Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man who invented electricity. Mm-hmm. Figured out things that no one could figure out. But somebody might have figured out after Benjamin. Versus the dude that went Pop-Tart. Yeah. The fact that you could put a, a, a pastry in a toaster with a fruit filling mm-hmm. to or, or cinnamon or the cinnamon chocolate. exactly yeah. there were the four originals do you remember what the four originals were no nope strawberry blueberry mm. brown sugar that's the one <laughs> i'm sorry brown sugar cinnamon excuse me and apple currant brown sugar this man has been in the kitchens, the kitchens? of all of our kitchens yeah he he he, he provided you on a, on a down day coming back from school. Nothing available. Let me get a Pop-Tart going. Yeah. Let, me, let, me, let, me feel, mm. let me feel like it's, all, it's home again. I mean, you know, 
the thing it is, is that he lived a glorious life and he lived to see his dream turned into an edible mascot. So honestly, <laughs> that's true. Once that, that happened, crazy. and then they know. like laid him to rest. The pop tart, yeah, not amazing. William. Benjamin Butler. Franklin versus 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 our guy Bill Post. Well, to be fair, Post greater than Franklin. Post wouldn't. Mub be able says to I look like a guy wearing uh, that would eat pop tarts, and I do. I get yeah, we all everyone ate pop tarts. Frosted strawberries. You that wouldn't is the best. I like chocolate fudge, but um, you wouldn't be able to make the pop tart without you know. Yeah. With the electricity, very good point. You know, so very good point, Nick. However. If you just had electricity and there was no good tasting pop tart, what would be the point of being here? Would you? We could still do the CHO Bear would, Show. Let's let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. If the pop tart had to be warmed up on a fire, Ooh. you could still like it. That it would taste good. You know, it it, it would still be a delicious pop tart. Pop tart. Yeah, I, I see I, where you're going. I think that Bill Post. Nobody is comparing him to Benjamin Franklin, but I think that that comparison is a, is a good one. It's like you know, Post is Fields. I hate to say this, but but Franklin is Bajent. I mean, you you, you need Bajent. He's there for you. But 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 Post uh, is the I, guy. Can I hit play on the outro? <laughs> we might just have to go Good Lord, Philip Pizzatola. If I had a dollar for every one of Carm's stupid takes, I'd be the Duke. That's a, that's a good, <laughs> that's good. Pop Tarts Pizzatola. They debuted in 1964, and today in 2024, three. Billion pop tarts a year strong. I'm gonna have a pop tart later today. Pop tarts, post bears, Sam fields. Acho. <laughs> Acho. 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 Now. Now. Yes. Go ahead, Lawrence. All right. Late in uh, the week here on Radio Row, but we found our friend Sam Acho. Save the best for last, baby. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. We are. We're like almost even in the process of packing up here, so um, that's okay. We're we're happy Sam's here. He's got his his book, which we I remember talking about this book last year, but it wasn't out yet. It so now here out. it is. Yeah. So change starts with you. It actually. I received the first, you know, like when you write a book, well, the process of writing a book is like you go through this whole process, sometimes it takes 18 months, and you write it, and then you have to wait for the publisher to kind of publish it and bring it out, and you're waiting for the hard physical copy. I actually got the hard copy first time I ever saw it while I was at Radio Row last year, but the book wasn't out yet, oh. so it came out since then, and it's really about just trying to be a change maker in your community, and so, I mean, we were joking, but like, you guys, we were trying to figure out how to get in and get out, like, last minute, but it's really a book about, like, if you want to make a change, whether it's with social justice, right, some of the work we did in Chicago, whether it's in your family as a father, as a husband, as a mom, as a teacher, the change starts with you. And the, the subtitle talks about following your fire to heal a broken world. We all have different fires in our hearts. Sometimes they've been kind of, they dissipate. Other times they're burning fuel. So we want to like get that fire burning again. That's what this book's all about. So it's available anywhere you get books, Amazon and yeah. I mean, you've had a huge impact around Chicago, putting up supermarkets, right? And, yes. And, and yes. All the things, man. So, yeah. I mean, that, I, it's not about you. It's about, it's about giving back, but it's got to feel good to have the, the impact that you've had and, yeah. and will have. And we talk about it in this book as well. Even the reason why I wrote it was that there are a couple different organizations, different companies, different schools that were saying, hey, we heard about what you did in Chicago. You built this food mart, this food desert. How did you do it? And I would do interviews and talk to people. And then finally, my wife was like, hey, how about you actually write about it and have a blueprint for people who want to make a change? And maybe it's something like a food mart. We had a, 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 an 11-year-old girl who gave $14 because she had a little bit extra from her from the work that she was doing. 
And someone said, man, if she can get 14, I can give 140. And that was kind of the mindset of like, hey, get, bring what you have. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's an idea. Maybe it's a partnership. Maybe it's mentorship. And that's the change that can just ripple for the entire generation and the community. Well, you, I mean, you've done so much good stuff. And, and I know the Chicago community, community appreciates the word. It. Yeah. It, it's, and, and it's obviously needed, too. Um, different community. Yeah. I, I was I, – Chris and I went to Austin oh, in yeah? December. And I'm walking through the Hall of Fame there that they okay. have. Really okay. nice Hall of Fame. And there he is on the wall. Of course he is. Number 81. There it is. Sam Ocho. Yeah, it was cool. I got uh-huh. So last year, I guess it was two years ago, I got inducted to the University of Texas Hall of Honor. But I, the point of that is – or the Hall of Fame. The point of that is that while I was playing, I didn't even know I was going to be good. I mean, I, I can imagine earlier in your careers where it's like, hey, you're trying to figure it out. And you see all these guys. I didn't know. I was playing with guys like Colt McCoy, guys like Brian Arakpo, guys, you know uh, – Alex Okafor, I'm trying to think of other names, Kenny Vaccaro, Earl Thomas. I didn't know if I would, if it would translate. And fast forward like day after day, moment after moment, you get better and better, you get you know worse and up and down, all the things. And then fast forward 10 years later, you realize you made the Hall of Honor. And I'm sure it's one of those things where, I don't know, people go through a lot. And I mean, even life, I've gone through a lot. We all have gone through a lot. And when you're in the middle of it and you're in the midst of it, you don't realize it. And then sometimes you get on the other side. You're like, oh, my gosh, like maybe I'll get the honor for, or the recognition. Maybe I won't. But I've been there before. I've been through something. I can get I can go through it again and come out on the other side. Well, in that line of work, the margin with you guys is so thin. How you get, And if you're not like the guy, how do you get to be in the mix to get a shot and then end up in the NFL and have a career and make money and, and live your dream? It's hard. I mean, to your point, so the margins are thin. There's a story. I don't know if I'll share this with you all before freshman year at Texas and that was right around time they just won a national championship back in 05 you know Vince Young whole thing and there's about 21 people in a recruiting class and we had a guy by the name of Cleve Bryant he actually passed away but his wife Jean was our academic counselor he was like the right hand man of of Mac Brown and he sat all the freshmen after practice one day and he said just like this three of us sitting but it's like 21 right he said each one of y'all I want you to look to your left look to our left look to your right look to your right he said out of those, out of the three, the people that are in that little circle, only one of y'all is going to make it to the NFL. The other one of y'all is probably going to get kicked out, and the other one's not going to make it to the league. And so I just want to level set expectations that this thing, the NFL dream, is not guaranteed. Now, mind you, to have seven players in the NFL from a college team is pretty. Yeah, I was going to say. Right. And mind <laughs> you, I said it was like yeah. you know, Fitz Young, right? But I was like, I, I remember hearing that and saying, I like my odds. Because I knew I'm not about to get kicked out for anything, right? And like, and no, I may not be the. I was a three-star crew, may not be the biggest, fastest, strongest. I mean, you shoot baseball, 33%. There are 333 is a good, you know, is a good batting average. And so, so it was this idea of like, yes, an opportunity. But then once you get it, what are you going to do with it? So like, study hall, um, extra workouts, all those things. Like, you'll have a great opportunity here. Once you get it, what are you going to do with it? Well, that's where people ultimately or hopefully learn the lesson at some point. Your biggest obstacle in life is you. Bingo. Period. End of story. You are up against yourself. So how do you compete with whatever the, the demons or just the, the the part of you that just wants to lay down, take it easy, enjoy the moment, not look to the future? That That is a, that is a very tough thing to understand and be able to push through. And, and, the, and the greats have it. And the part that doubts. Yeah, that too. I of mean, course. that's, that's yeah. the hardest part for me of like, Man, you've done all these things, all these, but there's still this doubt and fear, and sometimes there's shame, and sometimes there's, you know, 
depression or disgust, all these things. And it's funny, you talk about like, you know, like, so boom, change starts with you. The stuff I write about in this book, I need to listen to myself. Of course. You know what I mean? And it's like, when times when you're down, like, that's what I hope this book is. That's why I brought it. It's like, I wanted people who are like struggling and who are down, who are maybe like going through a season of like, man, I don't want to get up right now. Or I don't, I don't have a dream anymore. Or like, man, like my show's not rating the way I want it to. How come everybody else is rising and I'm not? Right. Like, that's what this book is all about. Of like, hey, like, you could be the answer to somebody's prayers if you actually like stand up and get up and like start believing in yourself again. Maybe you need, maybe Adam, you need to be an encouragement to your coach. Like maybe that's what needs to happen. And then all of a sudden, I, I, I should do that. I'll, I'll take I that. Should, I should. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, because we never <laughs> yeah. know. But I'm, but all of a sudden, it's like, yeah. oh man, I needed you that day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, boom. Fast forward ten years later, you're in the Hall of Fame and all the things. Right. Mistaken so, beliefs. We all have them. So yeah. how have yeah. you kind of channeled this to your your new career? I mean, you're all over ESPN. You're doing great work. A lot of college football studio work. Uh, this this season, and I'm sure it comes with with its own challenges. Travel, yeah, uh, being away from the family and all this stuff that you probably didn't think about when you were, you know, just a player and like looking at people in the media, maybe thinking about it. Uh, and by the way, the first time I ever talked to you in Bourbon A, I was like, this guy could be in the media, a hundred percent. Well, I I look, I'm sitting here talking, and I was I was walking in with Sammy's doing a radio, and I'm like, this dude is better than you. You should be doing <laughs> NFL games for real. Is that an aspiration for you? Well, I've done a lot of. I'd love to. I would love to, and what I'm super excited about is I've done a lot of college games. I'm excited this year again. I'm going to get a chance to do now it's the UFL. What was the XFL? And for me, I just love being around, not necessarily the game, but around the players in the game, like the yeah. people. Like you talk about being in Bourbon A. Like it, maybe as weird as it sounded, like I like seeing you guys because like we're like we're grinding. It's every day, but it's like you see another kind of familiar face and then sometimes you maybe read the story sometimes we don't but we know hey this person's kind of in my corner for me when I get a chance to call games even when I was doing with the XFL I would go down you know most people you were in the, you're in the press box yeah you're up there in the box you're doing anything I would go down to the field and just hang out there before the games yep. to watch the players warm up sometimes to talk to some of the guys some guys would get on me be like hey man you you got you you, you said that I had the wrong coverage that wasn't me that was my teammate kind of thing but the relationship so yeah. I would love to call more games in the NFL. It's funny, I haven't been to a Super Bowl yet. I said when I was playing, I said I'm only going to go if I'm playing in the no. game. Just, I'm not playing anymore, so maybe, maybe, I, maybe I go when, I, when I'm calling the game. There Let's you go. go. That's, a, that's a good goal. I, I feel what you're saying, Set though. Up. One of my favorite things about doing Northwestern sidelines was just, you know, compared to being up in the press box with my computer, just being down there in the action, but not just during the game, but pregame, like you're saying, yeah. and, and just like the things you see, the things you pick up on, the conversations you have, and, and like you're saying, the people you get, you just see them in a different environment. Uh, even this in Radio Row, like, you know, we're talking to DJ Moore today, just very relaxed, not, not even having an interview, just like you're seeing guys, you get out of that locker room sometimes, and it's just like, oh, we can be normal human beings. Yes, and you we know? don't see that. We're interested yeah. each other, what is it, a lifetime, you know, yeah. a couple years ago, and it's like, oh, wow, you're, you're human. Yeah. You know, it's not, oh, this big bad football player or this reporter or this guy with this power. It's like, no, nah, dude, you're a human being, right? We were walking, we were walking yeah. down, and I was home, but we were walking in together, yeah. and you were hearing stuff, learning stuff. I was like, dude, this guy got up out of his chair, ran to find me, out of, you know what I mean? And so, like, that means a lot. That stuff means a ton, so I appreciate it. It, it was absolutely our pleasure, uh, and well, my pleasure on that one. I did that one myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was my pleasure. Uh, here, let, let's, let's give the Bear conversation. What do you think the Chicago Bears should do with the number one pick? That's such a great question. What do I think they should do or will do? I want to go with should. We can do both, but I prefer, I'm more in the should. What's your opinion? What would you do, knowing what you know? At this moment, 
at this moment, what would I do? Mum's the word. Mum's the word. I, I would. I would. If I'm Ryan Poles, and I know I'm going to trade Justin Fields, I would act like I'm not, mm. so that I can gain as much leverage as I can during this process. If I'm going to keep Justin Fields, maybe I would kind of just act like I'm going to trade. You know what I mean? So I would just try and have as much disguise as possible because if, if you if you if teams know you're going to draft Caleb Williams, or, uh, yeah, Caleb Williams, then all of a sudden they're like, well, I'm not going to trade a lot for Justin Fields, right? So that's what I would do currently. But when it comes to, okay, to trade, to keep, I think I would build around Justin. Ooh. And the reason I say that is... Well, here's, here's one thing that maybe we, I'm sure people have talked about, maybe they haven't, but last year, Ryan Poles traded the number one overall pick, got DJ Moore, obviously got Darnell Wright, got some great DBs, like got depth, um, and got weapons. This year, let's say the Chicago Bears can trade the number one pick again, and you can get, whether it's Marvin Harrison Jr., right? Because obviously Drake May is up there, one and two, right? You can get, you can like get another first round pick next year. Who knows what you can get? A lot. A lot. A lot. Now the question is, well, is, is Justin Fields going to be enough? Right. But if you give him a DJ Moore and a give him a Marvin Harrison Jr., obviously Cole Komet had a really good year this year, right? You continue to prove the offensive line, then you'll see. So I think that's a win. Now the other win, I don't know if I'm being double-minded, talking out of both sides of my mouth. If okay. I'm Justin, I don't mind if I get traded. I, that's the part we don't that's, talk about and enough. That's, and yeah. that's really the piece. If I'm Justin, I, <laughs> I play in the NFL. At the end of the day, for, yeah, I want to start. I want to be the starter. I want to make all this money. But you want to go to a place where you're wanted. And you want to go with people who trust you, period, and who you can trust. And if you're not wanted in a place, if Justin's not wanted in Chicago, great. Let's go, go to Pittsburgh where somebody actually wants you. Go to Atlanta where somebody wants you and needs you and can build around you. It could be a win-win. Roquan Smith, right? Yeah. I, I was talking with Ryan Poles. I mean, like, Poles, Ryan Poles wanted to keep Roquan. He did. But Roquan wanted to get uh, yeah, all like, the money, all the money, which is rightfully so. Yeah, He's one of the best linebackers <laughs> in, in the NFL. Right. It was a win for Roquan to go to Baltimore, right? A game away from the Super Bowl. I don't know if you could say it was a win for the Bears, but you say, okay, trade, value, whatever. But my point is, like, it can be a win-win, right? Justin Fields can go win in, I, I keep on saying Pittsburgh because I know they have a great defense. You can say Atlanta, give me some other teams, right? But you can win there. And then, and then the Bears can build around Caleb Williams. They could build around Drake. I don't think they're going to Drake, but build around whoever they want to build around. Right. So I think the other part we're not talking about is, what does Justin want? And I, if I'm him, I'm not. But I want, I want to go to a, a place where I'm wanted and a place where I can actually trust the people. Not that he can't trust them, but... It's, it, yeah, it's impossible to put, him, put, but, my, put yourself in his shoes, but I guarantee there's got to be part of him right now. It's like, all right, y'all are considering this thing. Get me out of here. I mean, he's got to be thinking well, that that's way that's part of the reason level. why I think, not just because of how good Justin is as a quarterback, but what you're talking about is part of the reason why I think he, he wherever he goes, he can still be very successful. Yeah. Because, kind of because of that dynamic you're talking about. Whoever is going to trade for Justin Fields is going to want him and put him in a position to have success, which the Bears haven't always done. And why aren't we talking about – well, let me not why. Maybe I'm sure we're talking about it. But who drafted Justin? Right. Right? The, so it's different a different regime. Yep, of course. Not polls. Not polls no. and not, not Eberflus. Yep. And if you want to go back, maybe we don't go all the way back there, but sometimes people make decisions that are in their own self-interest. 
right? Okay, let me get a quarterback I can build around, maybe give me some extra years, to, right? So I'm not saying that you might have a different vision for a quarterback. You might have a different vision for a team if you're, if you're Ryan Poles. And it's no fault of Justin's. Right. So if I'm the Bear, if I'm Justin, I'm just taking things a day at a time, put it that way. And I'm like, hey, if they keep me, that means they want me and they're going to build around me. That means you're going to get a Marvin Harrison Jr. most likely or Roma Dunze. Right. Right. Or give me an offense. Give me Joe Alt. Right. Now, imagine having Joe Alton and Darnell Wright. I'm just saying, like, or imagine both. You know what I mean? Like, look what Houston did. Houston got offensive and defense rookie of the year. Would you want to, would you like Brock Bowers? For the Bears? Yeah. Two tight end set. So Brock is a dog. I'm actually training with Brock. Right? I'm, I'm training at Exos in Frisco. Um, he's mainly doing a lot of rehab stuff, but like, and I've talked to the guy who, like, one of the tight end. Brock is an animal. Yeah. Like, the, what Will Anderson was doing in college, yeah. how he was like better than everybody else. That's what Brock is and was even last year, like the year before this season. If I'm the Bears, if I'm the Bears, though, I'm saying three quarterbacks go off the board early. You're talking about the ninth, the, ninth about the ninth pick. I'm talking about the ninth pick. I'm talking about the ninth pick. Three so wide they receivers. Trade back. They're, they're well, they have the first they, and the ninth. They got one and nine, right? Yeah. So oh, they don't trade one. They don't. They don't so trade. So they one. get Caleb Williams. Maybe they draft. Say they trade. Say they take Caleb at one. Now you're sitting at nine. Three quarterbacks went off. Is Roma? Is the Roma Dunze is not there. He's three receivers go four, five, six. That's what a lot of people are projecting. So now it's like you could take the best. Who is that? Malik. Who is neighbors? Odunze. Okay, and Harrison and Marvin. Tough. I don't think that's a win for Chicago. I don't think having Brock, Brock Bowers and Cole Komet and DJ Moore, I think you need another receiver. Yeah. I think you need a Roma Dunes. I think you need, I mean, there's a, this is, I believe it's a deep receiver class. I do too. Um, so maybe get the receiver in the second round, then it's third round, fourth round, whatever. But you got to get it right, and they haven't well, done Well, they can that. also sign another wide receiver, too. I mean, that's that's the – Brock. So people are saying Brock Bowers. In, maybe you're trading from 9 down to 14, maybe adding down a pick, taking Bowers type of – that's – these are – I mean, there's a zillion scenarios, but that's one of them. I'm just looking I'm, – I'm thinking playmaker and who's the best you can get and looking at who's going to be there. Your fourth wide receiver or the top tight end, you know. It has, it's, in, it's at least intriguing to me. Oh, so you're saying the Bears don't trade up. Why not trade up from now? So you could do that. Too, now you're mortgaging it, but you gotta, you're you going to have to give up a ton. But they traded up for – they traded with Darnell Wright. There was a trade involved there, They right? traded back one spot. Traded back one yeah. spot. So they're, they're like yeah. – They could, but those are but those are big-time guys with teams that need them. So they're gonna, for them to move back, it, you're gonna it's going to be pricey. You can do it. You, you think Adunze is going to go top six? I kind of – well, I, I personally just – think he's really, really good. So where's Joe Alt yeah. going to go? My bad. Well, that's I'm, what I'm saying. No, he, you might have a tackle there. And then you make a – You could. He where could, is uh, uh, Olu the, from Penn State going to go? I think he could be available there. So you're the, telling me yeah. that's – what? hold on, my bad. So, like, because I was covering college. That's one, two, three, the, mm -hmm. the quarterbacks, four, five, six receivers. Yeah. Maybe seven and eight offensive linemen. He's trying to tell you that there's players that are better than adding yes. a second tight end. Yes, I got it. When you already have one. I got it. Yeah. No, I'm just saying yeah. that – I'm just saying that Brock probably is going to be available higher than Nine. Yes, That's I agree. What I'm saying. I'm I agree. saying that, and yeah. that a Dunze might be available later than. I think trades are going to happen. It's not going to be. I don't think it's yeah. going to be quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Okay. One, two, three. Do you have a well, favorite of this group of quarterbacks? I'm going to come back at you, Sam, after this thing falls after the draft, and remind you that Carm had it. I would love. <laughs> I would love if that were the case. Because yeah. yeah. I didn't even. I haven't considered that. Yeah. Caleb. Drake. Daniels. Daniels. Yep. Marvin. Harrison, yep. Adunze, neighbors. 
I don't. I, if you got that right, I'd be super happy. But I don't. I don't. I don't see well, that. Trust me, our friends here from PHNX and Phoenix. There's no way they're letting Marvin Harrison Jr. go past that's four. That's okay. They're, they're already threatening us over it. Like we, we don't. We have nothing to do with it. I mean, I'm Marvin. <laughs> right, Marvin. might you, you could go quarterback, quarterback, receiver, QB. I could see that happening. But I think quarterback one and two. I think Harrison three. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think uh, Jay Daniels goes three. I don't think he should, but people, three to who? But but do you know how teams draft quarterbacks and and the Patriots would be New England. They needs, need a they need a quarterback. They're at three. That that would that's yeah, the thought. Trade, that's trades lot. are gonna happen. Yeah, trades it, are gonna happen. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't go if I, if, I, if, I, if if Brock Bowers falls into Chicago's lap. I'm not mad. Right. I'm also not happy because I think Chicago would need. Uh, outside weapon. 100%. Like, remember Jackson Smith and Jigba, what he's doing in Seattle, and Tyler Lockett, outside weapon. Look at uh, DJ Metcalf, right? Out, or, uh, DK Metcalf, outside weapon. So I think the Bears, if you have an opportunity to get Marvin Harrison Jr. or or Dunze later. I'm a big Roman Dunze guy. I, I like a Dunze. If he falls the nine, I'll run up there and make the pick myself. Um, do you have uh, – what, what are your thoughts on Caleb Williams and Drake May? I think they're different quarterbacks. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if Caleb Williams is a, is a sure thing. Wow. Okay. And I don't think that's a wow. Okay. I think that's just. Well. You know what I mean? If you think that though, it is a wow for the. If, but, but why is that? I think I've seen some wow plays from Caleb. I mean, he's he's better than a lot of people on the on the field in college. But this isn't college. This is the NFL. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're not able to. At, at the quarterback position, do all the, like, this dude is like a magician back there. And maybe it'll translate, but maybe it won't. That's my thing. And I don't know if Drake May's a short thing. I, I mean, I'm a fan of Drake May, but I'm not, I don't think you, like, I don't think it's guaranteed that Caleb Williams' game is going to translate. Nor is maybe not Drake's either, right? But I, I just don't think, like, remember, you know, you're not comparing to Johnny Manziel, but like, Johnny Manziel in college was just so much better. Just better, physically gifted. That's what Caleb Williams is, physically gifted. Now he's a, a much better passer, better system, all those stuff as, as, as Caleb Williams is. So I just don't think it's a short thing. That's, that's just. I mean, with your mindset, I want him to keep Justin. If, if that, if, if <laughs> oh, he just convinced you? If, if, no. Well, I, well, I, none I, of them are ever a sure thing. As close to a sure thing as there well, is. Sure, that, it's, that's, but, that's how you're making that pick, but, if I find the Bears. Otherwise, you think Caleb no. is? I mean, I've heard so many people call him generational talent. I watch him run around out there, and he's, he's moving left. He's firing it right. 30, I mean, on the money, 30, I mean, insane arm talent. Crafty. Any any which way throw is, you, you know, you see a lot of St. Patrick stuff there. But, I listen, I, I, I've been watching Oklahoma slash USC every game. Like, I, I've been, I can't I, I can't sit, sit there and, and pound on the table. You must take this dude. He's absolutely it. I don't know it to that level. Yeah. Put it this way. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad if, if Chicago – I wouldn't be happy, but I'd be happy for Justin if he went to the right place. But, like, if Chicago went Caleb Williams, I don't think that's a bad bad decision. I think it's, I think it's better to, to trade that pick for more. A little more conservative. That's what we keep losing in this conversation. They're in a tremendous spot that most teams are never yeah. in, and both outcomes can be, could be right. good. Let's bring it across yeah. win-win 100%. for the Bears. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Sam, always great to see you. The book, again, Change, Change Starts, starts with, with You. you. Um, I'm going to have to p- definitely pick up a copy of that and, and read it. I love stuff like that. and It's um, the best. Yeah. And it's, again, always good to see you. Yeah, T- thanks. Yeah. Take yourself to the next level. Yeah.
that's the goal in life. Day by day, Hogue. Yeah, I'm with you. Be better, be better the next hour than you were this hour. C can we go get on our flight home? We're leaving. And here we are, just like that. Oh. Lawrence, just like that. We made it. We made it. Right we here. made it. Excellent job. Back. Excellent job. job. That wrapped up Super Bowl week why, right there. Why don't you say what you really want to say? Look at that smile. You're like, <laughs> you're holding on to so many things well, right now. because even. the chat's giving you guys crap. The body language. You guys are incapable of doing an interview. If somebody says they're keeping Justin, you get mad. I, I don't know where, like, resting hogue face, Carm, look at Carm's. What did, what did Kareem call me? Slimy? Slimy Carm? Slimy Carm. I'm Slimy Carm. Yeah. Slimy Carm. I mean. Slimy. Shoe fits wear yeah, it, right? Slime ball. Yeah. Deep ball, <laughs> slime ball. Hey, uh, thanks to Sam Macho, who's always first class. Thanks to Brian Billick. Thanks to everybody who supported us at the Super Bowl. Lawrence loved that interview. Yeah, it was awesome. Great well, interview. I mean, at that point, we were... We were delirious. I mean, it was again. It was it was Friday at about three in the afternoon when we were trying to literally tear down the sets and get on planes. But Carm wanted to keep talking <laughs> to him, so I did. It's good. Got to take, got to take look advantage at, of Super Bowl week. And right? look at we brought you more content today. You know, it all worked out in the end. It I did. mean, we still it had did. what other interviews that won't be played that you'll have to go to our YouTube yes. channel and find. Yeah. Martin Grammatica was a great conversation mm -hmm. that we had. That's on our YouTube channel. Was uh, Cassius Marsh Cassius Marsh Cassius almost, Marsh. almost you get to see his celebration to too? Uh, like, how close was he to your face? Yeah, Carmen? yeah. Was he very close? when he did his swing kick celebration reenactment? That leg came awful close well, to my yeah, nose. I, I mean, you were like right there. Like it was. I mean, it's hard to tell because the camera is like on the opposite side there. But like, it looked very close to your face. When like, I was filming that, I'm like, oh god, is Carmen about to be on the ground, unconscious? And then, and then what's from the this other game? interview? I, I wish it would have happened. We had yeah. Cassius. Uh, no, that's. I think those are the two Martin, that were. Left. And then that was it. That was it. Yeah, we've played oh, everything right. else. Yeah. Good it. job. So yeah. what a week! Nice content. What a week at the Super Bowl. Boom. You know, when we clap, you clap with us. I'm sorry. Let's do it again. Okay. Hey, uh, CHGO Cubs coming up. We have a big day for you tomorrow. Nick. Nick. Oh, you, yeah. You and Will are hosting tomorrow. We are hosting tomorrow. You uh, just have to tune in to see what we're talking about tomorrow. Um, no, so. you've got it all planned out. The long-awaited return of Will DeWitt. William. Let's go. All William. right. Super Chats on the way out here. Lawrence. Bear down, Omaha, $2. Can we get It's Not All on Mitch from Braggs? It's not all on Mitch. That used to be a drop. We'd play Once Upon a Time on Bears Barroom where I would try to explain to people that it wasn't the faults of the offense weren't all on the quarterback, that Nagy was a problem, the yeah. offensive line was a problem, the wide receiver drops were a problem. So another Does instance. all of this sound familiar? So another instance where you were wrong. <laughs> all right. Let's, it, well, I, I was wrong, but I was also right. Because, you I, know, the contention yeah, for the other side was that it was all on Mitch, and once they got right. a quarterback in here. You, you thought that he'd that, go somewhere else and be successful. unlike No, like, I'd given up that dream. You had? At that point? Yeah, you don't remember. We don't have to run it all back. Okay, good. Uh, $10 <laughs> from British Phil Cundy. Pound Sterling. Pound Sterling. I'm a big JF1 fan, mm -hmm. but I think we need Caleb at QB. Make JF a runner and use his legs. We know how difficult it is to take JF down. Also agree with Braggs. 
Bears, please don't overthink the CW choice. So like a Taysom Hill for just feels I don't know about. I, I think we have yeah. some British Bear Phil Cundy's profile picture where there's a guy in a Green Bay hat is yeah. a questionable. I, I wish I do wish he would crop his avatar a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like further, we need. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that's a great uh, friend of his. Yeah, because, sure. Yeah, yeah you well, know, he's probably like, not a good friend, and <laughs> you got to get him make wrong choices because right? like now it's on our show. This guy with a. British disgusting Packer hat. What you described there in your chat is basically you went on and you dated somebody else and you didn't tell who you were dating and you held him around just to make sure to see that your new thing worked out before letting him go. You dragged it out. We, if we, if you do what, if they draft Caleb, you got to let Justin go and let him do his thing else where you get set him free, set him free, be free. That was a great analogy by me. That was good. Steve-O, 499. Josh Lucas reported that Justin Fields did not take advice from Andy Dalton or Nick Foles and was standoffish, abrasive. Does he have bad character? Uh, Steve-O, I, don't, I, didn't s- I haven't seen that. Or heard it. Um, and that surprises me. I don't believe yeah, that to be true. He did the interview with Bill Zimmerman. <clears throat> he, said that, he said that Fields was standoffish for those two? I mean, you'll have to go back and watch it yourself. Mm. Not going to paraphrase. That, that surprised me. I watched some of it, not all of it. But you're not sure. You're not sure exactly what he said. Exactly. Thank you. All right. Uh, that would be. Surprising. I mean, also, if you remember, Nick Foles was the one who was really kicking up the dust that year. He was a pain in the ass. He was a complete pain in the ass. Nine and nine from Big Cram. My guy, random, but my friends were having a debate, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion. But what's Chicago's anthem? My vote is still homecoming. What do you offer? Also, Nick, got any other shoes for sale? Uh, actually, I might. Uh, Jordan 11 Gratitudes. I'm kind of tired of them. So those could be on the market. But uh, songs, anthems, any, any Bulls one? intro. I was there you go. say that too, yeah. I just saw a clip of it, like at some resort. They played it. Jordan was at the resort. They played it, and, and Mike started smiling, put his hand up. Oh, hell yeah. That's awesome. Bulls intro, how about you? I mean, I, I had the Bulls intro literally by Sirius, right? By the Alan, Alan Parsons, Parsons project. project, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Sweet yeah. Home Chicago played. Sweet Home Chicago's in there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's played at the end of. Come on, yeah, yeah. Baby, don't you? You gonna sing it? No, no. Back no. to that, and then of course the band Chicago. So many good songs. Saturday <laughs> in, in the, the park. park. Okay, I'm the. Song. I think it was the Fourth of July. Thank you, Big Crap. People talking. People. Okay. Shout the out boss, to Serengeti for Dennehy. Man selling ice cream. That's Last one from Zachary. 250624. Okay, stop. stop it. You're muted. Thank <laughs> you. Bring back the bowl cut, Carm. The bowl cut? Uh, people were talking about your hair at some point. So uh, Zach you wants you to go. Uh, you want dumb me to shorten it back up again? No, he wants to go dumb and dumber and get the, the bowl cut. Uh, don't do the bowl. Don't do it. Your hair Your hair's great. Don't do it. I, I've been growing it out. I've been leaning into it. Thank you for supporting me in my awkward stages as we build a better me. Are you going uh, Nick Wright style? Is that what, are we going to, like, by se- start a season, you're going to have the Nick Wright? I mean, he, he is a fairly he, successful he individual, so he, maybe that's what I, I tried the long hair guy. thing, though, man. It's pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass. Right. But I but I put I put a little light product in there. Yeah, yeah. I do what I got to do. Give you a little extra fluff. 
You know whatever. Raccoon in my, in my life. Face. All right, you stop. You're Thank the you for watching inspiration. today. Thank you for everything that you do. <laughs> Nick and Will you. are here tomorrow. Hogue back next week. Rags is going to have a great weekend. As am I. Stay safe out one there. One is two. Thinking about six and two is eight. Uh, come on, baby, don't you make me late? How to hate? We all silly like the mayor.